So, Father, we thank you and we honor you. We believe truly and wholeheartedly, Lord, and we can even feel how you are shifting um, our church. You're shifting the church. You're shifting things uh, for an awakening, for a revival of, of what you're doing in our lives, in our hearts, and uh, for the people in the city, Lord. So we just pray, Lord, that you will just give us a word that will speak to our hearts, that will challenge us to come into our place, come into our position of who we are, knowing our identity and actually allowing you, Holy Spirit, to demonstrate your power for the world to see that you are Lord and Savior, Jesus, and, you, and you've come for everyone. So we pray, Lord, that this word, word will fall on fertile soil. We pray, Lord, that you will give us ears to hear what you are saying and to receive what you are telling us. In Jesus' name, amen. I just want to quickly mention um, what Chucky was saying. By the way, how great was Chucky's emceeing and communion? Seriously, that was just awesome. Uh, but I just want to reiterate, as far as <clears throat> Hawthorne, uh, we will be meeting next week, but also we will be meeting the week after. So if you check the website, you will see some of the dates have changed. We normally do it on a fortnightly basis, but the whole point is that we want to try to meet with each other as much as we can and as much as possible. And that means everyone getting involved. It is time for us to do. It is time for us to come together and not just wait for things to happen, but for, but for us to actually step in there and make things happen. And that takes all of us to be a part of it. So please check the website. You'll see a back-to-back-to-back -to -back -to -back, um, Hawthorne for uh, beginning next week. And you'll also see that again, and I believe it's April. Uh, but it's clear on the website. You'll see it. And seriously, let's do our best to get out there, come together, be a family, be a team, and work with one another. We are going to see some awesome, incredible things coming up um, for our church and really for the city because we're all getting together and we're doing. And that's what this message is actually about today. I love how Chucky said in communion where you read about us participating and it's action behind repentance. It's action behind what we want to see God do in us. And this message I want to talk about today, I in a way was talking to some kids at a chapel that I did recently, but it's, it's actually going to go in a different direction because I've really been feeling charged up, if you will. Um, I feel like God just wants to charge his church uh, to really understand who we are and, and our role in the earth. We are the salt of the earth, guys. That's just not a saying. It's just not a cliche thing. And I don't want us to get used to these words um, just to say them and they go through one ear and out of the other. This is who we are. You know, we are the light of the world. That's us. We're the ambassadors of Christ. Jesus is now sitting at the right hand of the throne of God. He is next to his father. The Holy Spirit is in us to do the work that we can see in the scriptures what Jesus did. So I want to go to Luke chapter 17. And I want to start at verse 20. I'm just going to read verse 20 and verse 21. And it says, being asked by the Pharisees when the kingdom of God would come, he answered them. This is Jesus talking to the Pharisees. They, they've, they've asked him, show us the kingdom, please. He answered them, the kingdom of God is not coming 
in ways that can be observed. Nor will they say, look, here it is or there. For behold, the kingdom of God is in the midst of you. That is important for us to understand. The Pharisees have been asking, show us the kingdom. And Jesus is saying, what do you mean show you? This is it's not about observing anything. This is about understanding that the kingdom is all about building people up. It's all about understanding the doing, the happening. It's right here in the midst of you. If you go back a verse prior, you can see how Jesus went amongst 10 lepers and he healed each and every one of them. One of them came back and thanked him, but he didn't do it on behalf of him because he needed to. He did it for them. He healed them. So when the Pharisees asked, show us the kingdom, it's like, this is, it's not coming in your convenience. This is not something for you to sit back, relax, and observe and just, you know, give each other hand claps and uh, high fives because you're looking at something that's making you feel good. This is about you getting involved. This is about the doing. This is about building one another up. That's what the kingdom is. It's about us coming together and building one another up. I look at Matthew chapter 11, verse 12, and it says, From the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven has suffered violence, and the violent take it by force. I believe wholeheartedly that we all want to see the kingdom of God happen here on earth. We all want that, especially as believers. The, the kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of God gives us everything that we need. But I want to ask ourselves, are we putting the pressure necessary on the kingdom to actually see that happen? Are we doing our part? Are we putting in the work to see the kingdom of God take place? Are we building into one another? That's the question we need to be asking because Jesus has already told us it's here. You can't, it's right here. The reason you're missing it, Pharisees, is because you're asking for something to happen to you or to happen for you rather than you getting involved and doing what I'm doing. I just healed 10 lepers. Would you go amongst 10 lepers or are you too afraid? Is it your religious mindset that's blocking you from moving into helping and building and encouraging one another? Why don't we move into the city? What are we waiting for? We have to get this in our minds. The kingdom of heaven is here right now. We have to build into one another. I want to read Matthew chapter 9 verse 35 through 38 really quick because I want us to, hear, to see something. It says, and Jesus went throughout all the cities and villages. You don't see Jesus in a synagogue. You don't see Jesus waiting for people to come to him. He goes through the city and through the villages, teaching in their synagogues and proclaiming the gospel of the kingdom. Wow. Here we go with that word again, the kingdom. And healing every disease and every affliction. That sounds like work to me. That sounds like he's getting amongst people and he's meeting the needs of the city of the people that he's around. So what happens? Verse 36. When all the clouds, he had passion for them because they were harassed and helpless like sheep without a sheep. 
And when I saw that just yesterday, it was like a light went off because I'm looking at something and I'm noticing, wow, noticing the crowds. And basically, he has compassion on them because no one is there to build them up. No one is there to build into them. As a matter of fact, they are being harassed. They are being messed with. They are being helpless. They're like sheep without a slaughter. I mean, they're like sheep, not a slaughter. They're like sheep without a shepherd. They're being slaughtered, maybe. But it's interesting because it's like, wow, Jesus, you, you have compassion because there's no one here to actually build into these people. So what does he say? He says, then he said to his disciples, the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore, pray earnestly to the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. And we get so caught up on the harvest. We talk about the harvest all the time. Lord, bring the harvest. Lord, make the harvest ready. Lord, we pray for the harvest. But the Bible doesn't say pray for the harvest. Pray for the laborers. Pray for the people that will come and build into the harvest. Because this is there and it's ready. Crowds are helpless. They're hopeless. They're broken. They need desperation. They need help. They need the kingdom in the midst of us. What are we waiting for? Why are we waiting? We got to ask ourselves this, guys, because this whole thing, this whole landscape has. And I know I'm getting water, but that's okay because I can feel the presence of God. We have to understand this is our moment right now. This is our time as the church to stand up and get into the city and help the people who need it most. Quit asking, oh, when am I going to get back to church? I really want the restrictions to change. Look, I get it. We all want to be together. But we can't wait for the government to meet us where we are. We have to get out there. How do we do it? Where are the home gatherings at? Where's winter rain at? Winter rain yesterday was incredible. It was a handful of us, but we went with the intention because we all came with the mindset, I'm here to worship God. I'm here to build into one another. I want to encourage people. I want to build into the people. Yes, it was a sacrifice for all of us. I didn't get home to midnight. I had both. I had two of my three children with me. But you know what? It was worth it because we're here to build into one another. This is what the kingdom looks like. Man, I'm getting excited, but I can seriously feel the fire of God because the landscape has shifted. It's no longer about us asking, how can I see the kingdom, God? I want to be here, I want, and I'll wait until this happens. No, there's no more waiting. It's too late for that. We have to come together when we can, and we have to make the sacrifices needed because the world has to see that Jesus is the one that has been sent, and that happens through us. This is your time. We have to ask ourselves this. I look at this worship team. I look at Will, who's here, who has four kids, and he brings one of them with him because he's sacrificing to help build into the team and encourage one another. That's what it means to be the church. That's what it means to see the kingdom in the midst of us, in action, in doing. This is what it takes. And it's a sacrifice for all of us, but we have the example in Jesus. So stop praying for the heart. Pray for the laborers. And it's not the, don't, don't get it twisted. 
These laborers are not what Jesus gave as the ascension gifts. The pastors, the prophets, the evangelists, the teachers, the um, apostles. Jesus set that up. That's already done. We don't have to pray for that. That's already finished. That's, That's done. Jesus is saying, pray for those who will be willing to speak life into the harvest. To build the harvest. Because guess what? We don't need to pray for the harvest. He's the Lord of the harvest. His heart is there. They're ready. There are so many people out here that need hope. There are so many people around us that's blind, that's depressed, that's down, that's lost. It's time for the church to rise up. This is why we're praying for the city every week. This is why we're praying for the welfare of our city, of our families. We're praying for restoration. We're praying for healing. But we're actioning it. So we got to ask ourselves, am I doing everything I can to be a part of the kingdom that is in the midst of where I am? If I don't see something, is it because I'm waiting and living in a convenient mindset that I'm expecting God to do something that he's already done. Pharisees asked him to show us the kingdom. Jesus said, what are you talking about? It's right here. It's right in the midst of you. If you get involved, you will see it all around you. It will be endless work to do because you will always have the mindset of building into the people that you are with, into the people that need it, into the people who are brokenhearted, who are heavy laden. We are the salt of the earth, guys. It is us. Let's take it upon ourselves and step into the Jordan and watch it part. Let's get into the promised land and take everything that is for us. It's already been given. Kingdom is happening now. That's really it. I don't really have much more to say. I want us to understand that the game has shifted completely. It's not going back to the way it was. And I'm not saying, you know, The government restrictions won't ease. Yes, eventually they will. Yes, we will see things like that. And I'm so thankful for it. But as far as waiting for, for other things to happen so I can move forward and do what God has called me to do and live purposely and live purposefully and live according to what he's put in me so that he will get the glory. No, no, we're not waiting anymore. It's on us. We have to step into it. We have to take ownership. We have to build into the city. So again, I want to remind everyone, like Di said last week, prayer tower, this is where it starts. Take some time. Prioritize your schedule. Whatever you got to do. This week, we are continuing to pray for the city. We are continuing to pray for the welfare. We are continuing to pray for the nation 
And we're continuing to pray for families and whatever the Holy Spirit gives us. But we want to come together on prayer tower and really do it. We want to take every moment we can, every opportunity we can. We're going to let you know when we do the next winter rain because it's going to keep happening. Keep checking the website for home gatherings. They're going to keep happening because we have to come together and be the church that will build into the city. And we will be able to say, God, you don't have to show me the kingdom. I know it's here. And I know what's happening. So worship team, let's come back. We're going to come back and do Jesus. We love you because we do. Hear these words. Sing it with everything we have. And and seriously, guys, this, this is a challenge not just for you that's, that's watching. It's a challenge for me. I know it's a challenge for me. When God hit me with this, it was like, oh, okay. I got to step up. Because I don't want God asking me when it's all said and done. Did you, did you really get involved in the kingdom? Lord, I, I was too busy. I was, I was trying to, you know, make this amount of money so I could pay this and pay that. Yeah, I, you didn't trust me that I would take care of all of that? D- didn't I take care of all of that? Yeah, you did, actually. So did you get involved in the kingdom? I'm not missing another moment. We're not missing another moment, Melbourne Life. This is our moment. The kingdom is here. It's in the happening. It's in the doing. It's in the building of one another. Jesus, we love you. Oh, how we love you. You are the Jesus, we love you.